axis of evil. Flying missiles of high calls from the second floor. We are controlling the Welcome to the Rough Waters Podcast. I'm Donald. Hey, and I'm Barry. So this uh, show might be a little bit on the uh, heavier side, I want to say, because over the last 19 months, things have been, been hard, crazy, and just downright strange. There has been a lot of things that have made people confused beyond belief. Um, and it seems like day by day, our freedoms are being eroded. We're being pushed towards more totalitarianism, more authority-driven style of leadership. Uh, where propaganda rules and the free speech is suppressed. Um, all I have to say is we must be doing something right when the truth that we speak is being censored and the actions of freedoms that we are taking right now are being labeled as domestic terrorism. Um, two years ago, I would never guess that uh, a virus would hit and we'd be living in, the wor- living in a world where you know 15 days to sp- slow the spread would turn into you get the jab or you don't get any bread. And I'm going to say that little bit was that I'm going to give credit to Clint Russell there at Liberty Lockdown with that one. Cause I, he said something similar, similar to that one. And I thought that was pretty good where you got 15 days of slow, slow spread, yeah. you know, and you go, <clears throat> if you don't get the jab, you don't get any bread, you know, cause that's pretty much what's turning into um, because that's exactly what it is. It is because, you know, look at it now, you know, it, there is such a, there's such a thing going on right now where you have, literally people getting fired and people quitting because they are not getting the jab there there's mandates that are happening they're not getting the jab and that's where i kind of wanted to break down today a little bit more into just something that's maybe a little bit on the heavier subject of mental toughness and i'm not saying i this is any clinical um any clinical psych psychologist style of suggestions this is just things that I've noticed uh, from people that have um, decided to say, you know what, I'm not following any mandate. I'm willing to sacrifice my livelihood. I'm willing to sacrifice my job for the, the best and for freedom. So what they, what they feel like is their personal freedoms. They want to preserve. They want to fight this. I love the terminology of do not comply. Um, because it shows such a mental toughness that is required in these times um, because that do not comply is extremely hard to live. So I, I want to s- finish this introduction here about w- what we want to talk about with when push comes to shove, are we really going to be able to live out that do not comply attitude when when certain things come knocking on our doorsteps, are we going to have the mental toughness to live it? Are we going to be able to actually live what we preach? So we have a lot of, a lot of things exactly. going on like, Hey, you know what? We're going to, I'm going to die on this Hill. You know, <laughs> that's, that's me. You know, I'm like, I will not succumb to that kind of stuff. But however, if push comes to shove, and it is like, I can't feed my family. Will I succumb to pressure or will I actually fight? You know, and that is, exactly. 
that's that's the what i want to end with this like that's why i said this one is going to be kind of tough because this is going to be something that is going to be um uh is going to be a uh i can't think of the word right now it's just going to be hitting on my heart right now as well because this is something that i have to actually ask myself too because this goes even further than just a vax mandate or or anything like that this is going for further into the future like 2030 with the great reset and everything else that potentially yep. is going to happen um and so with the rest of the show here um i want to talk about a couple of the things that i've noticed of some of the people that are standing up and fighting for freedom and what i've noticed their mentality is like what they've been noticing but you know and we can uh, go back and forth on that when i you know i go i got a few few topics that i want to talk about but also then later on really have you know donald kind of uh we'll flip the script and have donald talk a little bit more too about um a little bit more about the great reset and how that really is kind of how all this stuff is is slowly not even slowly quickly stepping into that so like not now how these little things that are happening now is is that is the end game. So you got any comments? Yeah. You know, I just wanted to bring up that when you were, when you were saying about the get the jab, you don't get the bread. That is, that is so scarily becoming real because you look at these nurses and you look at these practitioners losing their jobs over this and they might have families, but we're the, the mindset right now is to, isolate them and to dehumanize them like they don't deserve that because look they're not doing this for humanity but you have to think that they're doing this for themselves they're doing that for the freedoms that we earned you know it's just it's despicable as a country that that would turn their backs on the people who just last year they were their heroes right and and some of these people they they didn't have a chance to to stock up on food stock up on water stock up on ammunition or guns because they've been spending this past year or two helping people like us who have been going to the hospital, who have been getting sick. And we, people like me and you, we're here trying to raise awareness and a, be a voice for them because they can't say nothing about it. They're basically now they're, they're shunned. And the people around them who took the jab, generally, they're going to shun them because they, they think of less of them now. And it's, that's the kind of mindset we're trying to avoid here because we're very open-minded when it comes to this. I don't mind if someone wants to get the jab. I'll respect you the same way as if you don't. I'm here for anybody, and you have that right. But when you start discriminating one group of people because they don't want to wear a mask or because they don't want to get the jab, that, that right there is discrimination at its finest. And the fact that some people are so hypocritical to that they just don't understand how this affects people. And then you have kids who are looking up seeing you being treated this way by people who are your so-called friends or coworkers. And that's not okay. You, you should be a role model to, to your kids. And the people who are just spewing that hate, that, that's a very bad influence on their children. They shouldn't, you should be trying to show love and to show how you can help humanity by being open-minded to that. I mean, that was the whole whole point of a lot of this is ex- accept one another, you know? Right. 
Yeah, you know, just the 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 complete flip. You know, I, I see a lot of people that were anti-establishment and all of a sudden now are complete full on full blown establishment pros. Like they are like, hey, no, you guys gotta do this. It's for the for the greater good. And <clears throat> okay, I, I could see your point, but however, you know, if you start mandating something that's for the greater good, um, see you later to your personal freedoms. I'm sorry, it's gone. Because everybody, exactly. it's going to knock on everybody's door eventually. I don't care who you are. You could be all for this 100% right now. But guess what? Sooner or later, it, it's going to come to your doorstep too. And how far are you willing to go to keep being for the establishment, for Big Pharma, for the government, when just last year you were saying, nope, not, you know, 2020, you know, yeah, or 2019 or whatever, uh, last year, this time last year, uh, with, uh, the election, I'll never get that vaccine because of who's in the office right now. And now everybody's just like, Hey, I'm going to, you should get it now. You, I'm going to force you to do it. Yeah, hypocrites. Seriously. Exactly. It, it was okay. crazy how they were saying, uh, uh, how they, the vaccine they're saying, Oh yeah, you need to do this. It's, it's very helpful, but they're giving the vaccine out, giving the vaccine out for free. How many good things do we know that are helpful to us that are just given out for free? Right. I mean, you look at the diabetes, diabetes, like for insulin and stuff, you'll get any of that, those treatments, you got to pay an arm and a leg to get that. Right. But they're, they're offering lower sentences for prison, like for inmates, right. they're offering all this, all these perks to people who are getting it. And there has we to be some kind of agenda behind that. Because money, you know, they're offering McDonald's and, French exactly. fries and shakes and, and, you know, let's, uh, let's uh, feed you some uh, fat and butter. And, um, you know, instead of giving <laughs> you a, a, a free uh, gym membership instead, you know, Hey, maybe, Hey, maybe a free head of broccoli would be pretty good too. You know, maybe get your health up a little bit more, but you know, free donuts sound all right. It's bull crap. Honestly. Exactly. But you know, I gotta, yeah. I gotta just say like, going back to what I was saying before, like the traits of, of some of these people that are standing up for our freedoms, you know, they're, you know, the ones that actually did not comply, you know, they have such a, they have such a good willpower. I mean, a strong willpower, um, they have just that those intentions that they are going to fight this and it's within their daily habits that they're going to fight this, you know, and they have that such a, they have the, the effort that's behind all that. Um, but like with anything with effort, it, the nice thing about effort is as you keep doing something. So as say, say you are continuing to say, I am not going to comply. You keep putting that effort into there. You can start gauging exactly how much effort is going to be needed as you continue to push. Because, you know, if you just say, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to comply, but then you, you don't live it every day. You can't really gauge how much courage you're going to need because as, as the days go on and as the days get, as those birthing pains, quote unquote birthing pains, um, you're going to, your courage is going to have to be, stronger it, it's things are going to get intense yep. things are going to get hard and you're going to need to know exactly how much effort you're going to have to put into to really fight for this and and because there's going to be an emotional roller coaster with all of this and you're going to have to somehow combat that emotional roller coaster and i can't imagine the emotional roller coaster that some of these people are going through right now um because it's not just 
there's not just money that's on the line. It could be something like, okay, somebody has somebody's uh say someone with the with the healthcare or even with the airlines or anything like that, is that if they don't get if they don't get this jab, they lose their job. Well, guess what? They lose their insurance. And if they're diabetic, they don't have money for insulin anymore. And yep. now their their literally their literal life is on the line because they don't I saw that on Twitter. There's somebody posted about um about uh, I think October 15th it was um was the day that they had to you know it's a deadline I was starting to get fired and he's just like you know what I I'm I don't I think the guy was like 57 or something like that and it it this is that I think this is what really uh motivated me to do a a, a podcast on this topic because I think this guy was uh was my example of mental toughness and he said he would die on his hill he would die on this hill he will knock the jab and and he would die because he wants he's like my father was uh, a military vet my grandfather was a military vet he's like i didn't i didn't i just like i i did the i said i don't know if he was in the military or not but um he's like they fought for my freedoms i'm gonna fight for my kids freedoms he's like i'm gonna stand up for what's right you know and that is that's hard. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's really, really hard. It, uh, it is. I, I just don't know anything to say to say about that. It's like, okay, you're talking about not complying to do a vaccine. Are you willing to actually go that far? You know, and am I really actually willing to go that far? But I be yeah. willing to literally put my life online to say, I'm not doing it, you know? I mean, if you look at what Benjamin Franklin said, he said that if, I think it was Ben Franklin, he said, if you're willing to give up your freedoms for temporary safety, you don't deserve those freedoms. Yeah, you don't deserve And so, <laughs> yeah, freedoms or safety. And so if, if you're willing to say, oh, those are, just, those are just some freedoms, you might just have to give up for a while. I, I know somebody who, he, whenever this all started, he's a very strong vaxxer. And whenever we were deciding not to people why wear masks in public because I just don't feel like it's necessary. This is my right to do so. He would go on a rampage saying how, oh, you're good job fighting for your rights. Oh, that's so, you, you think that's something really that, that great or something like that. You know, he would he'd get very upset about us fighting for those freedoms thinking that it's taking his away. But all he's doing is trying to strip someone else of their freedoms right. because he feels like, oh, well, it's okay for this to be done if if one group says it's okay. That's not how this works. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's there's just a craziness about all this stuff. And, and you know, like I said, I'm going to kind of go through, I got my notes over here. So people that are, they won't yeah. be able to see this online. Um, but the people that are listening or talking or uh, watching, um, um, you know, there's a, there's a level of self-control um, that, that also has to be taken um, about, about this. And I saw this quote that said, pray as if God will take care of all act as if it is all up to you. And I kind of, I think that is another action item with people that are, that are actually doing a lot of this stuff 
is that even whether you believe in God or not, I'm not saying you have to believe in God, but that's kind of the mentality thought that I, the process I have is that, you know what? God's in control of all of it, no matter what. Um, but guess what? It's up to me to be able to do what I need to do on a daily basis to control myself. So, cause I can't control what is going on around me, but I can control me. I can control what's going on in my yeah. household. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of people out there that are standing up for their own personal freedoms. They're also standing up for other people's freedoms. So whether it is, uh, you know, the thing with Southwest, Air, Southwest Airlines, you know, there's a lot of back and forth. Oh, it's the weather. And then the government's denying it. And Southwest Airlines is denying the, the, the sick out or the walkout and stuff like that. But those pilots and those, those people are, are fighting for other people's freedoms. They're standing up for something, you know, they're actually doing something because they have their fate in their hands, but guess what? They're taking a stand and they're saying we're, we're done, you know, but I think, Yep. As as us being in America, we inherently want to do that. We inherently want to fight for our personal freedoms, but we also want to fight for other people's freedoms. And I think that's just I think it's just in our blood. Um and however, there's a lot of people that are gonna want to take that away from us, and that's what we're seeing right now. They don't want us to have these personal freedoms, they do not want us to think for ourselves they do not want us to be individualistic we they do not want us to be prideful of ourselves like we as americans we pride ourselves in accomplishments that we can do we pride ourselves in our jobs we pride ourselves in our um god-given talents we pride ourselves as being americans because of the freedoms that are allowed in this country um they don't want us to have the I control my destiny mindset. They want everybody to be the same. They want everybody to have nothing and like it. That is exactly yep. what they want. And they do not want us to be the change that we want to see in the world. I know that's a cliche quote, but in order for us to be something we have to personally change so whether that is personally changing to go along with the narrative and we are gonna uh you know scoop by our our morals and our values just to just to comply or are we going to be the change where we say you know what we're not going to comply and what amount of self-control that is going to take in all of us to be able to say you know what i'm not going to comply I'm not going to go along with this. You know, what, what more can we do to say we're not going to do it? And I think the idea of not complying is ultimately very American because as Americans, we yeah. haven't gone with the flow. Historically, we haven't gone with the flow. We have been innovative. We have done amazing things and all of a sudden now it's just going to be a get the, get, get something and go along with it and shut up. And exactly. That's not us. Nope. We are rebels by nature. <laughs> I think it's humans as, 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 as nature, but it's very, I think it's very yeah. American that we have been against, against the flow and against the grain. We have, like I said, we have done innovations that, that 
the world hasn't seen before. And, you know, it, there's just uh, something about it that is, that is, um, that is extremely amazing because we've learned from our past mistakes and we have been very, very reflective of what our blessings are as well. You know, we, we understand what we've done great. We also understand what we've done crappy and to also erase what we've done as crappy is also very, very dumb because we can never learn. And I think that is something that I have, you know, been reflective of myself as well, because I wish I would have probably been a little bit more aware of the crap that is actually going on earlier in my life. You know, I understood that there was yeah. corruption in the government. There was corruption in everything else. Um, I wish I would have figured that out probably a little bit earlier. Um, I think I would have. I think I would have prepared a little bit more. But you know, I think that's also something that is uh, that is also complementary com- complementary of people who have a, a strong mental toughness is that they are reflective of of their past mistakes and how they can correct themselves but they also count their blessings. And I think that we should be relatively uh, happy with the blessings that we've had in this country and uh, continue moving forward. And, and I think that is just something that we need to be first off thankful for, but then also that's something we need to fight for. A society that deletes its history to start over is, is repeat that history. So when we're taking down those statues and we're doing all that, all we're doing is setting ourselves up for something worse to happen. For example, the Great Reset. This You don't have a reset whenever everything's going great. You have a reset whenever things aren't going the way that big, big the elites wanted. Right. It's not going the way they planned. The board game is the, – the pieces and the pawns on this board game are starting to fight back and they don't like it. So they want to wipe it clear and start a new game. And that's really what we need to be looking at here in the future. I mean, you look at everything that's happening today with Southwest Airlines, all airlines, you can look and see that those aren't taking off. Why are we having a shortage of these flights going? Why are ships being held up in the harbor? Why are all these people being fired for, for not taking the vaccine? This is all part of the plan to get this whole reset going. It's, it's not mistakes. It's not, unplanned for this is all perfectly planned things that are that are going going according as it is so far and it's only going to get worse i mean if you look i think california just passed the the you can't have any motors off-road motors with gasoline and i i've seen this on a, a podcast today I, I forgot the name of it but they were talking about how mowers weed eaters any of that that's how many how many small businesses that do lawn care or anybody who wants to go out and do something like on the weekends in the, the dunes or something like that right up right a full wheeler you can't do none of that it all has to be electric and it's just like that's gonna that is going to cripple those economies like that economy like for the atv business or the like small motors in general if, if that's gonna spread that's that's all this is about right now is to get I mean, if you if you basically look at any kind of totalitarian uh, government, it's it takes it and they do a test in one area, one very populated one area, mm-hmm. and it just so happens to be in the 
most heavily like influential place in the U.S. If you want to think about it that way, because I mean, you look at Hollywood, everybody, you look at kids, they just want Hollywood does. They're they're influencing influencing our children. They're really getting in their minds, and they're making them think they're not good enough, and they need to do this. Hey, you need to take the vaccine because you need to do your part for this country. You need to do your part for the human race. Right. I need to protect my freedoms because that's that's the rights that I need to protect for everybody for the human race. It's not about doing this for you because it's a part of your agenda. It's about what is safe. You know, like what is going to keep me safe and what's going to keep my family safe. That's all of this. It's it's just all lining up, and it it just it like you said, it makes me upset to know that I didn't wake up to this sooner because I should have been seeing this all along, looking at how things have just been going the past, the past years. It's all been lining up to get us into, look at the housing projects in the cities. You see these communities, everybody leaving these big cities, you'll have abandoned uh, housing projects and all this. And you'll have completely empty city streets, blocks, everything, just completely vacant. And then they're going to start moving into these areas and buying them, building them up, turning them into smart homes, limit your space in there. They're going to monitor everything because they're going to have all that on track. They're going to know your health. They're going to know what you're eating because you have your newest Samsung fridge. They're going to be able to see what you have in your fridge. They're going to be able to order what you need in your fridge. You're, they're going to tell your sleep cycle. They're going to let you know how when, when you can use the TV, when you can play on your phone. They're going to have everything lined up for you. You're going to go to work at the same time as, as certain people. You know, it's, it's all going to be this set schedule that you have to follow because you are already, you're the cattle and they're, they're taking you to slaughter. That's all it is. It's they, they have you set and you're in that herd now. You're, you know, you can't do nothing about it once you're in that point because you're chipped, you're tracked. And it's basically done. Yeah. You know, and, and that's kind of where this, that's, that's the thought process of that I have with this VAX mandate is that, you know, if you, if you comply now, what more can they do later on in order for you to comply? And that's the one thing too, is that, you know, you got, you talk about the great reset. Well, you look at, look at Biden's motto, build back better. What does that mean? What has anybody really understood what the heck that means? Because build back better better so if you had to build something back what does that imply it needs to be destroyed so exactly destroyed the way american life has been has it been perfect heck no are we far from perfect Mm -hmm. yeah we are we are far from perfect because we're human beings we have made tons of mistakes just like every country in the world has they have all made horrible mistakes yeah should they be erased? No. Do we need to learn from them? You betcha. No. We need to learn. But guess what? Build back. Exactly. They have to be destroyed. So what are they doing right now? They are literally destroying everything. Okay. Exactly. Zeros last year are now zeros this year. Like, it, it. what is wrong with that? Why can't we? Okay. You were just praising nurses and doctors a year ago. Six months ago. And now all of a sudden, now, nope, no, no, no. Oh, you didn't get the vaccine, even though you worked through the, the, the stringent COVID process back in March and April and all that stuff early last year. And we're fine. And now 
you know what? Bye. They have to destroy all this. They have to. Why? Yep. Because then they can get it all set up to under their system so that everybody is the same. Everybody is a robot. Everybody has nothing and do alike it. And like you're talking exactly. about, like you're talking about your fridge and your smart, smart, smart things and your smart cities. What's going to happen is if you piss the government off, you piss somebody off, guess what's going to happen? Oh, well, guess what? You know what? The, the, the $1,200 you had in your account, you can't, sorry, you can't use it this week because uh, your social credit score yep. dipped down below a certain number. You know, it is exactly what is, it may sound Somebody that's probably a brand new listening to this might sound like this is just absolutely crazy, but think about it. You have been living your life. All of a sudden a pandemic hits and everybody freaks out and you had 15 days to slow the spread. And then, you know, they said, well, you know, 15 days, that wasn't really enough. Let's go to three months. Well, three months wasn't enough. Let's, let's go for another three months. Okay, well, you know what? <clears throat> Numbers are starting to go down a little bit, like they did in June, July of 2020. All of a sudden, you know what? People are starting to live their lives again. What happened? Well, they, they, this virus is invisible. You're not seeing it. People are starting to live their lives, and they can't have that. So what do they do? They put the masks on you. And what does the mask symbolize? Yep. Fear. Because you can physically see that on their face. You can't see the virus. So if everybody's living their life and the virus and you can't see the virus and people aren't really dying in the streets, like they were saying, they need yep. to instill that fear. So now it's a mask. And then all of a sudden they start ramping up this vaccine and then they play the controlled opposition card and they say, they're not going to do the vaccine because of the person that's in the office right at that, at that moment was Trump. And you heard Kamala Harris and Biden saying that they don't agree with the vaccine. And all of a sudden, Biden gets in the office, yep. and they all of a sudden agree with the vaccine, and they start rolling out the vaccine. And at first, it is voluntary; their numbers aren't very, very high. So what happens? They start bribing people, and the numbers start going up because you get your free donuts, and you get your free money, and you get your free this and free that. Well, the numbers aren't as high as they wanted to be, so they didn't hit their numbers by July fourth like they wanted to. And all of a sudden, the vaccine mandates start rolling out. So it is a uh, tiptoe step further and further mandates. So now you go from something that's voluntary to now mandates because people aren't complying. What next is going to be mandated? You know, are you not going to be able to go to the grocery store because you don't have a vaccine? Are you not going to be able to go to uh, church because you don't have the vaccine? Are you not going to be able to, to go to the bank to get money out because you don't have the vaccine? You know, are you not going to be able to go to your job? Are you not going to be able to do anything? You know, what, what happens when, yeah. oh, oh, I can get stuff shipped to my house. What happens when they don't ship to your house because you're not vaccinated? What are you going to do? Exactly. You know? And that's yes. why, that's why it's, that's why this is the, this is this, this is what we're talking about. It is just this tiptoe step towards more author, authoritative uh, regimes. It's, it's, it's this. Yeah. And you wonder how you get from A to Z. Well, you got B through Y to go through yet. And I don't know yep. exactly where we're at, 
but the whole thing here is that it's just incremental steps. And if we are not paying attention to the incremental steps that are happening, A to Z is going to come very, very quickly. Z step is going to come yep. very, very fast. And so that is why it is extremely important that, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I got to meet this guy over here because it, you, you, you have to get to get together and network with like-minded people. So people that are going to be supportive of your endeavors, whether you're on the, the comply side or do not comply side, we're on the do not comply side. So it's important to network with people because what's going to happen is things are going to get extremely dark and things are going to get extremely rough. And what happens when yep. things get dark and rough, anxiety and depression kick in. And that is the last thing that we need to have kick in right now is that because that has already skyrocketed in 2020 and 2021. So that is why to surround yourself with like-minded people. So network yourself with local farmers, network yourself with local people, uh, groups, whatever is the case, because iron sharpens iron. You're going to need to have somebody that can, you can hold accountable and somebody that can hold you accountable during this whole entire thing. Because remember, uh, like I said, things are going to, this is going to get, this is going to get uh, worse before it gets better. Like I said, th at the beginning of the show, this is yep. not a, a, a light topic to talk about. This is a very, very dark topic, very, very heavy topic. And this might be probably one of the heavier topics we might be talking about. And we might go into some weird stuff, but like, this is very, very heavy. So like the whole point here is that we're not trying to scare you. We're trying to prepare you because we want you to be mentally tough for what potentially could happen and likewise this is us speaking to ourselves as well this is this is yes. this is this is for us as well we are convicting ourselves with this as well because we need to be mentally prepared as well so we need you to take care of yourself we need you to be mentally strong and emotionally strong uh, because we need you to keep your sanity <laughs> during this whole thing and i need to keep my sanity <laughs> And that is why I talk with this guy and I talk with a couple other people that are local, more local to me. Um, I'm connecting with certain, uh, certain people locally with a lot of things, things that are going on with the school boards. Um, there's other stuff that we're, we're doing some local initiatives as, as well with, you know, with our local governments and stuff like that. But, you know, the whole point is to start connecting with people um, because things can get dark. They will get dark. They will get scary. They will get nerve wracking and it is important. And I, I, I'm stressing this is to take care of yourself because there are things that are going to happen that you need to prepare yourself for, whether that is emotionally, physically, mentally, um, whether it is, whether you're going to stock up on food, um, you're going to downsize your house, uh, sell your house to get something smaller, um, buy a chunk of land. Yep. Um, buy your stuff to protect yourself, um, start figuring out how to pay off debt. Um, whatever is the case is to start preparing now because there are, there are things that are going to happen. And like I said, we're not here to scare you. It may sound scary, but it's that whole thing that I said before. And like I said, you don't have to believe in God, but the quote was pray as if God will take care of all but act as if it's all up to you. So start preparing, start getting ready for what is actually going to happen because yeah, things might be okay now for you. 
Um, you may have not have lost your job. You may have gotten laid off or you may not have gotten laid off during 2020. You um, may still have your job. Your, your job may not be uh, requiring the VAX mandate right now. Um, but what happens when it does? Because it will. It, yep. it's, it's inevitable yes, that it, it will. will. Um, I, it's going to come to everybody's doorstep. And if you're, you got your, you got your jab now and you're going to get your booster. How many more boosters are you going to go until you say it's up enough is enough. Are you going to go to five, six, seven, 15, 50, you know, what, what, what's going to yep. be your, what's going to be your limit. What if you said, you know what, I got my first and second jab, but I'm not going to get my booster. And what if your employer says, you know what, you need your booster. And you're said, I'm not going to get my booster. Well, what if you're out of a job? What if they require you to get a fourth booster, but you got your third booster, but you're like, you know what? The third booster didn't do anything. So I'm not going to get my fourth booster. But they tell you, you got to get your fourth booster. What are you going to do? Are you going to stand up and fight? Exactly. Or is it going to be too late by then? You know, I just, that's, I, I don't know. I, I don't want it to be dark, but this is tough. This is a tough conversation. It's, to it's yeah, exactly. It's, it's really hard to sit there and think that, and, and anybody out there who's listening to this who got the jab or they chose that, we're not bashing you. We're not saying anything right. bad about you. We're just trying to bring you to the awareness of what what you're absolutely okay with. Others are not. And you just need to realize that they're going to be going through a lot of discrimination and a lot of hate is going to be pushed their way. And we're just hoping that you can help. You will be there to help them out if they need that help. You know, because if, if you're listening to this, you're obviously starting to become more open-minded and to start hearing out other opinions on things. So you you know that something isn't right with this, or you know that you might want to look into it more. That's that's all this is about is to help people understand that. Because yes, we need to we need to start looking into having a paid-off house and having enough land to grow crops if we need it. I've been contacting and getting in hold of people in my community who are willing to barter and trade because if this happens, I have other jobs lined up that are not going to require the vaccine because they're more Christian mind, uh, Christian based uh, jobs. And so they're going to work with me on this whole vaccine and mask thing because they're willing to been some of the rules because they don't have that many employees they, they aren't forced to do that right. and then at the same time i'm learning how to make my own jerkies i'm learning how to to can my own foods and this coming up year i'm going to be learning how to make more more meats that can like summer sauce stuff that's going to last a long time because you never know i mean if, if it comes down to it and i have me or you we have to go out there and hunt to provide for our family and they shut they cut the power off because you're not vaccinated you didn't you, your social credit score is too low. Mm -hmm. So now you gotta, you gotta find a way to provide for your family, to feed your family, the protein they need and all the vegetables they need to survive and to grow healthy. So now you gotta have enough land to grow those foods right. and you have enough, have to have a place to where you can hunt an animal to kill it. And you have to have a way to process that food yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a big issue with a lot of people who don't know how to do that because we've become so self-reliant or we become so reliant on uh, big companies and big tech to to mass man, uh, manufacture our food. And we can just go to McDonald's and grab something. But the moment they, they scan you or they, they type your name in and they see that, oh, well, you know, 
you your your social score dropped because uh, you didn't let this old man sit down on the bus whenever you were you're younger than him. So boom, now now you're dropped a little bit, or you missed this day of work, or you missed uh, you know just little things like that is well, all it takes for them to be like, okay, well you know what? You went out and bought a gun. Exactly. So now so now you're in question. They're gonna go and search you because oh hey you know why why do you need a gun for like why why do you need more than 10 rounds of ammo if, if you're hunting why does your capacity need to be more than three rounds right we need to we need to know, we need to investigate this more often and that's just something that we need to be looking into heavily because they have no right to to know why we need a an ar-15 because i i mean hey if i want to go out there and shoot shoot through a tree shoot some pumpkins or watermelons whatever i want to shoot that's my right i mean i would i'm here just I'm abiding the laws like everybody else is doing, just trying to live my life, letting people live peacefully. I'm here to help my neighbors and I'm here to help my friends and anybody who I see out there who's struggling. And especially when this all, all starts to kick out, because it already is. You already see the effects it's having on people. And like you were saying, the, the depression levels are just, it's, it'll look like crazy high because people don't know what they're going to do. They don't know how they're going to feed their families. Right. And just know that there are there are groups of people out there who are like-minded like us right. you can reach out to them start asking questions in, in your local communities because i mean you can like you said the school boards go to school board meetings go to like uh city hall i mean i'm sure there's going to be people there who would be willing to help you out and you can reach out to those people i'm sure everybody you know knows somebody like that and yep. so this is this is a big opportunity to start getting your feet grounded and understand that hey we got to be ready to fight for this right and start stocking up on ammo because they're going to be coming in trying to take those rights they're going to be trying to take everything you have and that's why it's good to try, start getting your debt paid off if you got to sell your big house like you were saying to get a smaller house you do what you got to do but you get that debt paid off so they can't take that from you you need to have something that you can call your own that there, there's you're steadfast in that you know that this is my property i'm not going anywhere but yeah you're talking about the school school boards and connecting with networking with people um that is the only reason why i got connected with certain people within within my with my city and my my county here is just by going to the school board meetings and then you know making connections and understanding hey where are the where are the like-minded people at you know, and, and get connected with certain yeah. groups on, on social media and, and, uh, and building relationships that way, um, which has gotten me connected with other people as well. And so now <clears throat> getting, yeah. email, getting on email lists and everything else. And, and uh, that's, that's, that's fantastic to be part of. And, and there's a lot more of them out there than you think, you know, you may not know what it is, yep. but you know, or where to find them. But if wherever you're listening to this and you're sitting there saying, well, I don't know if I, I, I'm in the same boat as you guys, but you know, I don't know anybody in my, in my area, go to, go to a school board meeting. <laughs> they're, they're blowing up everywhere. <laughs> like you'll find somebody, yep. you know, if you know somebody that's maybe, you know, it's potentially kind of in the same mindset as you ask the question, Hey, do you know anybody that's like this? You know, who, and that's what, that's the only place I, I figured it out is that, I mean, I had a f- couple of people that I knew that were like-minded like me 
and I got connected. There's one person I know that I got connected through, I don't know, probably three or four more other people that now connect me to other people just through one person. And, you know, it, they're, yeah. they're out there. You just got to have conversations. And, you know, you don't have to have conversations about any of this. Just go out and make a friend. I know it's hard to do, but like people at work, you never know. You might see the, you might see the, 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 the janitor walking down the road that, that empties out your trash can. Strike a, strike a yep. conversation with them. You never know what kind of person they are. You know, just talk about the weather, exactly. talk about sports, talk about something that's non-confrontational and get to know them. Cause all of a sudden you might, you know, say yeah. something like, Hey, you know what? did you get the jab or whatever is the case like today like or not this, exactly. i i mean you know, at uh at my at my uh new employer this week the one one of the guys there was like hey you know uh i, I i'm kind of working over a cold right now he's like what do you got covid over there i just kind of chuckled and i said no <laughs> no he's like he's like did you get the vaccine i said no i didn't and he's like well either did i and i was, he asked me are you gonna get it and i said no, I'm not. And he's like, either am I. So just because he made a little comment about my stiffly, sniffly nose about being COVID, found out that him and I have the same like mind. So yeah, all it did was take that one question about the sniffles and I was able to network with somebody and figure out that, hey, this guy over here has a like mind like me. So, you know, just little conversations like that, even if, if it's just a joke, whether you're going to talk about you know football or the weather or whatever, you never know who you're going to run into that is like-minded like you. Because what happens with most people is that they are timid to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it because yeah. first off, they don't want to offend anybody. And I, nobody wants to offend anybody. But yeah. you never really know until you get to know somebody. And so you get to can feel out who is feeling what and what they believe just by having a simple conversation with them, you know, and, and it all yeah. can start by just a, a, a nonchalant random fun conversation about something that's not political, not socially tied to anything. It could be, like I said, weather, football, Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Whatever, you know, what's your favorite yeah. car? You know, just stuff like that, you know, you can really figure out who people are. Yeah, I mean, you know, like how we met exactly. Me putting a post out talking about podcasts and audiobooks. After that, that's that's how we met is us right. getting into that. And then from there, we already realized like, hey, we have so much in common right. that we we are states away and we just found this out just because we were willing to take that step and actually get to know each other. And we were able to make this happen because I mean, if, if we would have done that, you know, this, this would never happen. This never would have happened. And it's just taking that chance because you never know who you're going to meet and what influences they could, you know, have. And it, it's just an amazing process. Right. And, and for people that are just, potentially just listening to us for the first time um donald and i actually have the same kind of profession so we are it's not like we met on some random on some random site um but no we are we are connected <laughs> together on a a uh, uh professional or a profession-based forum and uh 
<laughs> and so, yeah, it was just one of those things on the off topic that he just decides to put out his, uh, you know, his likes of podcasts and books and stuff like that. And I'm like, holy crap, this guy listens to the same stuff I do. You know, it's, hey, if, you know, he wants to do a podcast, so do I. <laughs> it was just one of those random chance, you know, by chance things that actually happen. So, yeah, you never really know. You know, and that's the and that's the silver lining in all, all of this, even though this was a potentially doom and gloom style, very, very heavy um, podcast or talk today. Um, there is a silver lining because, you know, the stuff I've learned. So you can you can razz me for this or not, but earlier in my, you know, when I was a little bit younger, I got. I got hooked into some network marketing stuff. It wasn't anything crazy, but one of the things is that they, that one of the, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about um, how to, how to deal with people, how to work with people, how to connect with people. Um, and there's just a lot of good, valuable things I learned. However, um, one of the things that they said is that, you know, the, the, the nice thing about talking to people, there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a lot of them. There out are there. A lot of them. So, and that's the other thing that like it there's that's the silver lining that's there is that if if you are sitting here listening to this or watching this on Odyssey, um we're on we're on anchor for listening, we're also on Spotify, and our video here is on Odyssey. Um that you know, if you're if you're the timid person that you're like, I don't know anybody, well, I don't know anybody that thinks like me there's tons of people out there you just gotta find them because and once you connect to one once you connect to one they say the average you know you can you can probably connect to probably three or four other people that are just similar to them and that might connect you to a group of people and that might connect you to a local farmer that might be able to help you out if crap hits the fan that might be able to help you connect with somebody that could barter maybe you're really good at doing something that they have that you guys can trade so there are certain things, yep. maybe you're, maybe you're great at teaching piano, but they know how to make bread, really good bread. You know, you know, you never know. Hey, you know what? I'll give you a free piano lesson. If you give me two loaves of bread, you know what I mean? Like you never know what could happen. I'm just making some weird scenario up, but you never know because yeah. it's I'll try turkey for your hot sauce. You know, it's, and this dude makes good jerky. He sent me some. So I got to now I have all my, so I eat spicy food. So I have all my peppers dried. I planted Carolina Reapers uh, and Tabascos this year. Uh, I have all of them dry kind of, it's really weird. It's been really warm lately. So I actually have more to pick and I got to dry some more. Um, so, but yeah, I'm going to try, I'm going to try my hand at hot sauce. So, you know, I'm going to send him some hot sauce. I got to got to do it yet. But he makes really good jerky. Um, so you know, sending that stuff through the mail, you know, I get some good jerky, he gets some good hot sauce. You know, you never know. You know, it oh, just yeah. there's that's the silver lining in all of it. You know, even though this is doom and gloom style, this is the crap that can happen. This is the stuff that I think is gonna happen. Um, I'm not gonna say I know what's gonna happen, even though deep down inside I do. It is <clears throat> what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> There's this, this podcast yeah. wasn't anything with like clinical studies or anything that I'm just, there's a lot, some of the tidbits that I said before were just things I've noticed with people that 
um, seem to be a little bit more mentally tough than me or mentally tough than the average person, the kind of traits that they have. Um, so there's just, there's just certain things that um, are the silver lining in all of this is, is connecting with people and networking with people because there's tons of them out there. And there's a lot more of us out there that think this way than you think there is. Yeah, you know, I'd like to bring up uh, something else that you, I would suggest start to invest in is I know a lot of people right now are on the crypto and all that kind of high right now. I, I would start looking at gold and silver because those are two things that aren't going to go away. The government can't stop you from having that. You have, a, you, have an, um, you have an e-wallet or whatever the heck it is. Exactly. Like if you have an e-wallet, they could shut down that bank. They could shut down that account at any time they wanted. But if something comes down and you need to be able to trade, having a chunk of gold wouldn't hurt to, to help. Right. You know, just having, having that resource because that's never, that, the value of that's never going to go away. Right. And so I don't have, I, I wish I would have known about this sooner, but I've just like, I've been wanting to get into it for the past couple of years. But now that I know people at work who, who kind of are into that, they're kind of giving me some insiders on like what to look for, what to do. And so I'm actually going to start building up a, a, a little stockpile of that if I can, because, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to have something because at any time they could, they could, I could lose my job. They could stop any of that. And I need a way to pay for things. And right. if I don't have a job and I don't, and, and they seize my accounts, what are we going to be able to do about that? There's, and the one there's thing nothing. I've, the one thing I've also heard about that too, is don't get the gold certificates, get the actual physical, a physical gold, get the physical, yeah. physical, yeah. actually tangible gold and silver. Don't get the little certificates or little, whatever they give you. Um, yeah. that's stored get somewhere else. Stuff. No, you get the actual stuff. Yeah. So. And that's, that's something that they actually, they have come out and proven that those certificates, they're selling more than they have. Right. And so that's why you really want to go out there and get that because you might have that certificate, but if it comes down to it and you try to go claim that, that could be one fiftieth of one ounce that they actually have. Right. And so they might not give you anything because they don't have the, they don't have the gold, they don't have the product that they're selling you. Sounds like so a So you currency. have this mindset. It, it, yeah, exactly. And so right. you need to have that tangible on hand because oh, a piece of paper is going to, is a piece of paper at the end of the day. Right. Yep. Yeah. And that's another thing to stock up on is, is your yeah, gold and silver, you know, food. Um, there are some great companies out there that sell dry food that lasts for 25 years yep. that are in vacuum sealed bags. It's not a bad idea, you know, spend your five, 600 bucks and get a three month supply of food. Uh, six month supply of your supply, uh, depending on how much you want to get. Yep. Um, if you have a little bit of cash stored away, um, that's another good good option to have. Um, you know, stocking up a bottle of water, stuff like that, just in case you never know. Um, you know, you never know what's going to have to happen. So, well, I just wanted to to kind of bring up also that uh, bring it on. We had some some we had some requests to ask more questions and do all this in the podcast. Yep. So I just want to let anybody listen and know, like, hey, there are some stuff we didn't really get into this episode, like uh, what a uh, what a totalitarian government is, and more on the Great Reset. 
we're going to have more episodes about that. We're going to dig more into those things. We're going to get more personal with those things. This was just a podcast to kind of give you a base on what we're going through right now, what we see in today's time. Just know that there's going to be more podcasts for those to come. Today's just not that podcast. Right. But we will get into those. For anybody questioning like, oh, well, what is this? It's kind of leaving us like a cliffhanger. Those questions will be answered. And we just have to we just have to kind of get more into that and learn more about those things because we don't want to come at this we don't want to come up to the to the batter's box without a bat we want to know we want to know what we're swinging with yeah and like i said before um you can look for us on odyssey at the rough waters podcast you can also look at us at anger.fm at the rough waters podcast we're also on spotify at the rough waters podcast um, we also have all our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the Rough Waters Podcast. And also, if you want to email us, we are at the Rough Waters Podcast at protonmail.com. And yeah, we're going to get into a lot more conversations. We're going to dig deeper into um, totalitarianism. We're going to look into technocracy, uh, what that is all going what that all entails, uh, the great reset what that is all going to go into uh, agenda 2030 agenda 21 uh, yep. you name it we'll do it um, we can also talk about a little bit more you know a couple cliff other cliffhangers about the sparse playbook and how that relates to current times um, we could definitely go into a lot of different things um, we will continue to yes. uh, try diving in as much as possible um, but yeah like like Donald said before, today was more of a, this is what we see now. This is what we see in the future. Uh, just, a, just a synopsis of that and what the mindset of a person should, I guess, technically be, or what we see is a good mindset to have, to be able to survive some of this, especially now, um, what it's going to look like, because it's not easy. It's extremely hard. And to survive or to make decisions that are going to be affecting your livelihood is going to be the toughest decision you're going to need to make. And it's going to be one that we're all going to need to make at some point, whether it is today, tomorrow, a year down the road, five years down the road or so, you know, you never know. That's definitely the case. And we just want to, we just want to remind everybody, if you like the show, please like, Please follow us. Please like, subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Leave reviews. Like, get on there and show your support. If you like the podcast, spread the word, share it. We're trying to reach anybody and everybody. We're just trying to open the minds of people and give them a safe place to come learn. Right. All right. That is the rest of the show. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. of evil. Flying missiles of chemicals of the second quarter. We are controlling transmission.